Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm going to start today's episode with a don't hate me. Don't hate me. But I don't want to play restaurant with your kids. I love your kids. I do. When I visit people and I get to see their little kids, I get so excited. I just don't want to play restaurant with them. My friends know that when I come to their house, I have anxiety over the idea of possibly having to play restaurant with their kids. It's not that I don't like to play. I love to play. I will decorate cakes. I will make up a dance routine. We can do a ton of arts and crafts. I love an art project. We can build Lego. I'll read you a book. I will do TikToks with you. I will, you know, play games. I just, I just don't want to play restaurant. I don't like having to pretend that I like to eat the fake food. I don't want to fake order. I don't want to have to bite into air and be like, mmm, mm, these pancakes taste delicious. I don't, I don't want to do that. And it doesn't mean I don't want to play. I love to play. I'm very playful and I love seeing my friends' kids, but I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't like playing restaurant. That's all. I kill it at Play-Doh. I do. I'll play, I'll play other things, but I just, restaurant is always a disappointment if I could be completely honest. The food never has taste because it doesn't exist. It's pretend and the service isn't that good. I'm sorry. Don't hate me. Don't hate me. But I I just don't want to play restaurant. That's all. Hey guys, welcome to Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley, and I promise you this is nothing like the social studies you learned in school. Okay, guys, I had a completely different episode planned for today, except I heard from my good friend, Robin Shaw, who wanted to be on my podcast and I've been dying to have her. So I moved some things around and this episode is airing this week. I got to speak to her uh, this past week. I love her. If you don't already love her, you will after this, but many of you know her because she went insanely viral over the pandemic. That's exciting. Quick housekeeping announcement. We announced the winner of our last giveaway and we have another giveaway. I love being a sugar mama, as you know, and I love giving you guys presents. True Lemon, which I discussed in one of my Get Involved segments because I am absolutely addicted to putting it in my seltzer because I hate drinking plain water and plain seltzer, um, heard the segment and sent over a ton of stuff for me and you. First of all, they have so many flavors I didn't even know about. So now the addiction is going to be super deep. But they sent over some stuff. So I'm thinking of doing not one, not two, possibly even three giveaways for you guys. So details will be on the official social studies account. You must be following that and me at Jenna Kingsley. Uh, Details are going to be in the post. You'll see on the official social studies account of how to enter. Thank you so much for all the reviews and sharing it. And guys... For those of you who have contacted me, I love hearing from you. I love putting a face to the name of who's listening. It's so nice to know that you guys are taking time out of your day to spend it with me. So thank you so, so, so much. I love it. You guys rock. And without you guys, 
I couldn't be here. So thank you. Also, another quick reminder, if there's any topics you guys want to hear about on this show or you have any good ideas, please let me know and I will always credit you on the podcast. So send them my way. You could DM me or email me. There's a link in my bio on Instagram, how to reach me. And I think the details are also in the description of this podcast. Anyway, without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. I am so excited for it. Okay, guys, guys, I have the get of the year. I have a guest who not only is my closest friend in comedy, but all of you have asked me so many times, when are you having her? And I I can't even believe it myself. She is here today with us. Please welcome to my show, the hilarious stand-up comic who most of you know because she went insanely viral over the pandemic, Miss Robin Shaw. First off, did I need to know? I want you to be hundred percent honest. Did even one person ask? I swear for me? on my life, because people know we're friends. And besides everyone, your mother, no, besides my mother, people <laughs> your who know from like seeing us perform are like, "When are you having Robin?" I'm like, Robin is too famous right now. I'm like, we're gonna have to circle back. <laughs> That's amazing. First off, I have to say I love your mom and sister. You know, I've seen your mom and sister more than I've seen you this pandemic. You guys, this year Robin went insanely viral for posting a video. Did you post it on TikTok or Instagram? What? Yeah, I posted on TikTok. Okay. Tell us the video, Okay, which was so hilarious. It was in November of 2020. One night I was in my tiny, tiny studio apartment. I may or may not have had a lot of glasses of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not have been in the middle of a breakdown because <laughs> life was As rough. we all were. Yeah. I mean, life was really, really rough. Um, and I found my, like, as a comedian, I have a hundred journals and notebooks. You know, we were always writing like things down. So I was going through one of them and I found my goal list that I wrote in 2019 for all my goals for 2020. And in it, by the way, I'm so upset. Do you know, I can't find the notebook anywhere. Stop it. The one that made you famous? Yeah. Like, I can't find it anywhere. I've searched no. the apartment up and down. I can't find it. That pains and, me. And so many interviews that I, they're always like, oh, bring the notebook. Like when I did Oprah. So I know I've had it in this apartment because when I did Oprah, she asked me to show the notebook. I, I can't find it. I think a burglar came in and, and stole, stole it. it. They, the golden they know notebook. I, <laughs> they know I have nothing of value but that. Okay, so anyway... I find the list and as I'm reading the list, I start like hysterically laughing because everything on the list was everything that didn't happen, such as be more social, <laughs> like for 2020. Like this list was specific <laughs> for 2020. I wrote like be more social, which then, you know, I, I lived in a tiny studio apartment and I was isolated for an entire year by myself. Lose weight. I put on 40 pounds during COVID. <laughs> I can't. I, I wrote cry less, which is just a funny thing to say anyway, which is like such a... Do you know what I mean? I like, cry all I, the time. I know, me too. But like, With or I without left, a pandemic. Yeah. Like, I didn't write be happier. I wrote cry less and I cried like every day. Then I had, actually this I didn't read in the video, but it said break 10,000 followers 
on Instagram and I way past that. That was the only thing on the list that happened. And then the last thing on the list, which made me laugh so hard, was spend more time with your grandma. And I started cracking up. <laughs> See, I'm laughing now. It's, it's a <laughs> I don't want to laugh at this either, but I'm just, it's, no, it's you have to. Not only did one grandma die, but both my grandmas died in 2020. Oh, so it was so just sorry. so sad. But the fact that I wrote down spend more time, like everything on the list was like the complete opposite. Even something as simple as spend more time with my grandmas. It wasn't my grandmas that died. Everyone's grandmas. <laughs> my list took out everyone, you know? So it was just a dark moment that was making me laugh so hard because it was like such raw emotions. I was... I was in a breakdown. I was crying. I was laughing. It was everything. And so then I did what I always do. I take out my phone and I just read the list just to the camera. I was like, oh, this will be funny to post on TikTok. Right. So I'm like, it's dark, but if I'm finding it funny, someone else will find it. Even if it's just, I had like a hundred followers. So I didn't think much about it. Like, you know, and then I go to sleep. And then the next morning I wake up and there was 300,000 views. And I was like, oh my goodness. And I went out. <laughs> You're like, I, I might out. get another TikTok follower. <laughs> I then went out to my parents' apartment on Long Island. And uh, I was like, guys, I think I'm going viral. And my dad's like, my dad's an accountant. And he was like, are you still coming in Tuesday to shred papers? <laughs> I'm like, dad, I'm famous. I and he's like, yeah, but he's like, are you coming in? I need you to shred papers. So uh, then, yeah, then like over the weekend, it was like more and more. And then Tuesday, it started like going to Instagram. Like people were posting it on Instagram. So, and Twitter. And I was like, oh, this is now going on to the other platforms. And then on that Tuesday, Tank's Good News posted it. Which is and he's crazy. Like, yeah. And he's like two, three million followers. And then... I was like, oh my God, it's amazing. And then Kyle Richard sends me a message and she's like, this video is hilarious. I just sent this to a hundred people. And I was like, I love you. You're my favorite housewife. Yeah. And then, um, and then I was like, oh my God. So then I like start getting ready for bed. I'm just so happy from those two things, you know? And then all of a sudden I start getting text messages from my I girlfriend. Was one I was of on, them. I think you no. You, I think you I saw were. Jennifer Garner post. Wait, hold it. on. I think you, Je, uh, Jenna. Hold on. It would take me so long to scroll back, but I'm almost wanting to do it because I think you were the one who told me. I was Wait, the one that told you. I was Jenna, like, fill, Robin, fill Jenna. the dead air. I'm going back. I'm only in April. Oh my god, we text a lot. <laughs> hold on, I'm still only in March. Hold on, you have about five more months to go. You guys just <laughs> just go get a snack from the kitchen. <laughs> we texted a lot in March. Oh, I moved in March. That's why. <laughs> oh right, I started decorating your apartment. Okay, I'm in February. <laughs> hold on, I need to know because I really I was think me. you were I the one. Definitely, I was. All right, we're in January. Hold on. Okay. Tuesday at November November 17th at 10 p.m. Robin. And then a picture. Oh my God. You sent me the picture of Jennifer Garner posting my thing. And you just wrote Jennifer Garner. <laughs> and, and I wrote... But I feel like I broke the news. No, you I'm did. So yeah, it was you. I knew it was a text. I knew it was a text. And I go... O-M-F-G. <laughs> and you go, this is sick. I'm so proud of you. And then you wrote... <laughs> what did I write? What did I write? <laughs> what, did I, what did I write? What did I write? <laughs> what? You wrote... 
God, this is so Jenna. This is the most Jenna thing you could possibly say. Robin, strike while the iron is hot. Make a cameo account. <laughs> I make a TV show. <laughs> make a stand-up show. Make a cameo. <laughs> Thank God I'm not your manager. <laughs> I didn't respond. <laughs> Can you imagine Wait, all I'm the biggest so celebrities <laughs> out by my by my advice. Wait, Robin, just... Robin, strike while the iron is hot. Make a cameo account ASAP. I, I have tears. I have actual tears. I'm embarrassed for myself with my career advice. Oh, Wait a second. Let me tell you why I said that. <laughs> because do you follow one funny mommy like Lisa Marie? I forgot her name. I know the cat. Yeah. So she got me through the worst parts of lockdown. She's hilarious. And, and for Mother's Day, my sister got me a cameo by her. <laughs> and I was so, I hadn't seen anyone. I was locked up with my ex-husband and she sent this to me and I was so happy. It was like a personalized cameo from her. I started crying and I was like, you could be a little change people's lives with her. <laughs> no, here's the thing. I did like I, around. So embarrassed to say it, it wasn't even a joke when I wrote that. No, but it was just so funny because like like my phone is blowing up, and Jenna's like <laughs> one of those like such a smart, hardworking girl, and like she's also like in the business. So like the normal thing she would have said in any other in not COVID, or they'd be like, I was get, she'd be like, get that script ready, Robin. Who do you need a meeting with? Do you have a manager? Like get get. Like, this is the time. Reach out to your to agents. Like, there are so many things that not in COVID her brain would have gone to, but to join Cameo. <laughs> I'm just such... I got, <laughs> just so freaking like... Wait, this is the <laughs> most golden thing that could have happened because it is so embarrassing to hear that but also what what planet i think you're right like i had quarantine brain yeah and also because you're in the business so <sighs> i've spoken to you so many times about career stuff and you've yeah, given me such I mean, good advice forever. like you know make sure you know you're the creator make sure that, like you know be careful who you team all these stuff she's given me such great advice <laughs> literally the biggest movie star in the world just posted my thing and her career advice was you should get on Cameo. By the way, I am on Cameo. <laughs> oh, like, quick, sell something on eBay. Sell a shoe oh on God. eBay, quick. <laughs> oh my God, it was just... I, <laughs> but anyway, great advice. But yes, yeah, so you broke the news. You're part of my story. Okay, so here's the thing. So Jennifer Garner shares it, and then it... Then it explodes. It, then, it goes like, everywhere. As soon as she does it, then over the next, like, three days, every... So female celebrity <laughs> posts it like in their Insta story or their wall, like everything. And then they all start reaching out to me, just being like sending these like, thank you so much for making me laugh. Like, you know, when COVID's over, we'll have a drink, like all these just nice, nice things. Katie Couric went above and beyond. She's like, I'm, I'm messaging my people at Hulu, like love to work with you. Let's get on the phone. Like first off, and I, I know there's this stigma that women are catty in the business. I experienced the complete opposite. Same. Like Same. so many women in the business was like, do you have a manager? Who's who you Well, <laughs> <Okay, I'm> <laughs> I mean, I did a couple months later, I did join. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you were very popular. I'm sure you are very popular. It's been very, uh, very great. But I, I did get a manager first and, <laughs> and got an my agent. scripts ready. Uh, what's funny, the agent didn't come for months later still. 
Okay, so now, okay, okay so yeah, so so every everyone started posting. It was went nuts, and then all these doors started opening. <laughs> so the so you're at home though, and you're not doing stand up. You can't really work because we're locked up. The clubs are shut down. You usually, you guys, Robin is usually doing four shows a night in stand up, and she's hilarious. But she's the hardest worker I know, and now she's grounded. She's like frozen, grounded. You see this happening, and I've known Robin, you guys, forever now, and I've we've just been through it. I like to say always that Robin gave me my first break, real break in comedy, because you put me on your Caroline show like, very early on. But you were so good. Like you Jenna was new to stand-up, but she was she's been a writer for years and 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 I got into stand-up from the acting world. You came in from the writing world and I think when you come in as a writer, you're already so much more advanced because you know how to write a setup and a punchline, you know, which is like half the battle is like knowing how to write. Uh, so I saw Jenna. I don't know how I saw it, but I was like, oh, she's really good. And at the time I was running a monthly show at Caroline's called Ladies Night with Robin Which Shaw. by the way, so ahead of the curve. Yeah, because I was like, why are there no shows that are all women. Like you go to comedy shows all the time and it's all men. So I was like, no. And you know, I'm headlining Caroline's October 23rd. Yeah. And we're going to uh, talk about that. Only women on the show. And I so love like, now that. It's not, now it's not even a conscious thing. Now it's just like I pick, you know, my friends. And I mean, I'm in Regina DeChico, who's uh, Who I hilarious. love you guys. She was on this show. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. That was a great episode. If you haven't listened to that episode, that was really good. And then Megan Hanley, who's also freaking hilarious. But anyway, back to Jenna. So yeah, I was running this monthly show and I also wanted really funny women because there's the stigma of women's not, women aren't funny. So I don't just want women on my show. I wanted hilarious to just show you could have a, a night of all female comics and it just be hilarious. It's not, you don't need just one co- female on right. a show, you know? So you see this happening. You've been waiting for your big break, which was well-deserved and way overdue. And you see this happening and tell us what happens in your brain. Okay. Well, first off, kind of to like Jenna's point was it, it, I went to college for acting and then I gave the acting a shot about five years and nothing was really happening. So then I started stand up because I was like, okay, at least then I'll be in charge of how much I can perform, you know, because as an actress, you're just kind of, especially I graduated college in 2006. So there was YouTube, but there wasn't Instagram or TikTok where you could just make your own content, you know? Yeah. yeah. So uh, you're just kind of like sitting and waiting to get cast in something. So that's why I figured stand up and I could perform as much as I want. So then I was a comic for 10 years and I just could not get a break. I couldn't get an agent. I couldn't get anything. And I knew I was good. Like, you know how you know, like I have something to offer in this space, but I just couldn't get a break. So I was like, all right, I'm just gonna have to keep believing in myself and maybe one day the industry will catch on. And uh, and and so then I went viral and it almost felt, because everything in 2020 felt surreal, you know, like nothing seemed real. So when that was happening, because... You have to also remember when I say every celebrity, when Jen Garner posted in the middle of the night, Chloe and Kourtney Kardashian started to get into like a war in my comment section under my video. Like they were like commenting back and forth. So, so I woke up to Kardashians commenting on my video. So everything just seemed so surreal and crazy. 
So I was happy and it was exciting, but it, none of it felt real because I also was by myself alone in a studio apartment. Right, right. You know, so uh, yeah. So it was just a crazy, crazy few weeks. And then what was so cool was I just didn't stop posting videos. But see, that was one of your advice, Jenna, that was good. Uh, finally. Said, <laughs> <laughs> finally, I can show my face on this, on this podcast. Because Jenna's advice was, no matter what, keep posting your own original content. Yes, yes. No one can take that away from you. Nobody owns it. That's yours. Yeah. And I did. And it's really worked for me. And I've also managed to like, I don't know, I'm just having fun. It's been like a really positive. And I think, I know it can't stay this way as they keep growing, but my followers are just like the nicest people on the internet somehow. Like I've just like somehow created this like space of just very kind people. So over where usually the internet could be this awful place. I've just been having like just so, so much fun. And I don't know, just some happiness finally from this industry. A hundred percent. So this happens. Now, I was crying when I saw Oprah. Oprah Winfrey, who is my queen. Everyone's Everyone's queen. Everyone's queen, yes. You see Oprah. Not only that, you get to interview Oprah and Gail. So her people reached out to me. Well, first, when I first went viral, um, her, her like people reached out to me and they're like, Oprah loves your video. She wants to send you all of Oprah's favorite things. Cause remember this is back in November, December, you know, when this went viral. So every Christmas she does Oprah's favorite things, you know? So yeah. So they're like, she wants to send you all, all the list, everything from Oprah's favorite things. So I'm in this tiny, tiny studio. I come, I like go, I'm like, Guy from downstairs calls. He's like, uh, you have some packages. I go down. There's like 30 boxes. Guys, I live in a tiny, tiny studio. And I was like, ah. Uh. So I carry it all up. Literally, like, it fills my whole apartment. And then, so that's how, like, I kind of knew she knew who I was because of that. And then, like, two, two months later, her people, like, send me a message. And they're like, Oprah is like kicking off her Oprah daily um, and she's going to be doing this big live stream with Gail and she wants you to come on. And I was like, yeah, like great. And they're like, okay, it's tomorrow. And I was like, okay. And so then they're like, so they're going to ask you questions about the video. She's going to talk to you. And then at the end, if you have one question for her, like you could ask. I was like, okay, great. So you think I'd ask about like money or career? No, I'm oh, I'm so stupid. You ever like have those moments? You're like, oh, I want to take that back. Yeah, so, right now, like, the cameo advice. <laughs> so I go, we go live. She could not be nicer and more complimentary and just so sweet. And Gail's there with her and both of them are just so nice. And they're asking me questions about going viral and, and video, everything you just asked. And then um, Oprah's like, so I hear you have a question for me. And then I was like, oh my God, is that a question? <laughs> so I was like, because I wasn't, guys, you think you're going to be interviewed by Oprah. You don't, you forget you have to, a question that you may be able to ask. I was thinking about what am I going to wear, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, uh, I, and I was like, uh, okay, I'm newly single. How do you flirt? Um, and as I, as that came out, I'm like, gosh, she's been with like, the same man for 40 years. <laughs> you tweet, is that really what you asked? Yes. And she kind of just like looks at me like, that's your question. And so then she's like, 
<laughs> she's like, I'm going to sit this one out because I don't know. And then she's like, Gail, do you want to take this? Like, wait, I'm dead. I, I'm forgetting, but now it's coming back to me because I remember Gail answering. Yeah. And then Gail was like, uh, what was her advice? I already forgot. Oh, no, it was, um, she's like, just go up to them and be like, hey, you want to go out to lunch? Your treat. I was like, okay, thank Have you. Have you I- used that? Have you used that? No, my vagina has been closed for business. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm out of the game. Hey, it's Patrick Starr. I'm coming straight to you with my very own podcast. Say yes to the guest. I'll be hanging out with some of my fiercest friends and spilling some serious tea on business, beauty, and being a boss-ass bitch. With me, baby, you'll never know what will happen. Find yes to the guest on Apple Podcasts or anywhere where podcasts are played. Start streaming and downloading now. And don't forget to subscribe because every Monday we're going in. We got so much to chat about. So turn it up and say yes to the guest. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Wait, you're seeing someone. I am seeing someone. I am. I have is that. A, is that public knowledge? On it your is podcast? public knowledge. Oh, okay. We call him LL on this podcast. Now, remind me, was, did you, were you set up or was it a dating site? Or? I met him on Hinge. On Hinge. And so that was it. So I highly recommend everyone should be on. I am. I'm on Hinge. Hinge. And the other <gasps> You guys, you could one. date Robin on Hinge. <laughs> and the other one that we can't name because we don't want to get kicked off. I don't even care if they kick me off. I don't get I don't match with anyone. I've been on it for a year. I can't. I'm dead. I got, I got, I, I'm not kidding. So there's this. Jenna won't talk about it. I'll talk about it because if I get kicked off, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not but, on it anymore. Oh, well, yeah. But like there's a site that's like for, they say celebrities, but anyone can get on it. Anyway, I've gotten two matches. <laughs> One was a guy who wrote like, hey, Robin, big fan. Will you come on my podcast? <laughs> like he didn't even ask me on a date. He just wanted me on his podcast. <laughs> and then the other one... <laughs> She went on with very lofty goals to get a celebrity boyfriend. And then the other guy was like, hey, Robin, um, uh, not looking for a date, looking for um, business like connections or Are something you serious? like that. Yeah. And no. I was like, yeah. Okay. So it's been a really good year of dating. <laughs> I can't even. And then on Hinge, so I connected with this guy and we were supposed to go on a date. Okay. Uh, we were talking for like two weeks. And then eventually he's like, do you want to go out? He's like, and I was like, great. And he's like, do you want to get uh, breakfast? And I'm like, no. Breakfast? I'm like, I'm like well, what am I, four years old? Like, let's go for breakfast. Breakfast. That's the least sexy day of yeah. time of day to have a date. Um, and then like, you can't hook up after. What are you going to do? Hook up at 11 in the morning? So then I said, no. I was like, can we? Oh, I didn't just say no. I was like, I was like, can we like do it at night? Because he said Saturday morning for breakfast. And I'm like, could we do it at night instead? Like maybe go for a drinks or a dinner. And then he's like, I can't. I have plans, but do you want to do Sunday? And I said, perfect. Six, we decided on six o'clock for drinks. Okay, great. Excellent. So he, that was on Thursday. Then I didn't hear from him Friday. And then Saturday, like I sent him a message like, oh, at the gym. Rather, wish we did breakfast instead of the gym. Ha ha ha, whatever. So then he, he said something. He goes, so I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, great. Sunday morning, I don't hear from him. We haven't picked a place yet. Sunday afternoon, haven't heard from him. We haven't picked a place yet. So around four, I said, hey, just checking in. Where did you want to meet? 
Don't hear from him. Stop I don't it. hear from him till like 1130 at night. No. And he goes, yeah. He goes, oh, sorry. I fell asleep. Fell asleep. Oh, wait, what? I don't like this one bit. This is a fishy story. No. So I just deleted him because I was like, no, we can't. No. No. His loss, by the way. So then he was out. So that's it. (laughs) Have you gone on any other hinge dates? No, I've gone on two other dates, but not through dating sites. Okay. Like one was a guy I've known. Actually, both both guys I've known. So here's the thing. Like my boyfriend, I matched with him on hinge, but... I didn't know this. We were already Facebook friends and like had an exchange a couple of years ago, but I didn't remember. And he's like, you know, we're Facebook friends and I follow you on Instagram. I was like, what? So how do you guys know each other? Like, what was the connection? I guess I friended him a couple of years ago and I was like, and he wrote to me. Did you know? He came up as someone I'm- together? No, he came up as someone I may know. And I think I, I don't remember it. But I sent him a friend request. I was like, I think I know him. I don't know. They're like, (laughs) but I didn't write to him or anything. And he wrote to me at the time. And he's like, do we know each other? And I was like, I think so. Like you look familiar. And uh, he's like, oh, I've seen your stuff. Like you're so funny. And, And that was it. In 2018, he remembered that exchange. I didn't until I looked back and I saw the emails. I honestly can't remember if I thought I knew him from like a trip or camp, or I just thought he was hot. I mean, I probably just thought he was hot. And I'll meet him this Saturday. You'll meet him Saturday. He's coming to Robin's birthday. Okay. So yeah. So have you, you haven't been on any other hinge dates? No, that was it. Okay. And I'm okay. Like, I don't know. Dating is a lot of work. I feel like we need to, I feel like I could get you some dates. I know, but here's the thing is I know I can get dates. I don't no. want, do you know what I mean? I like, trust I've me, yes. on Everyone's like, oh, I have someone I can set you up with. And I'm like, I know, but I just, I'm kind of like, I don't know what things, I, first off, for, I was with Frank for five years and then Jesse for six years. So it was like for 11 years, I've been with great, like two really great guys, you know, like that I can't say, like both of them treated me so yes, well. The bar I know is them so both. High. Bar is so high. So now it's like, I'm kind of just like having fun, like doing my thing. Yeah, (laughs) you have to do that. You've been in serious relationships for a long time. And like, I'm also doing all these exciting projects. So like finding love is not like on the top of my list. Okay. I feel like if like I met someone and it was great, great. But I'm also having fun, like meeting not great guys, if you know what I mean. And just like having fun and just living my best life. We once went to the saddest open mic ever. <laughs> a lot of open mics are tough because um, there's no audience. It's just comics trying out jokes. Right. So everyone's like in their head. Right. They're writing their notes. They're in, they're working on their own sets. They're not laughing, but you get up there, you guys, to run material and also practice bombing, which is really an mm-hmm. important part of stand-up. Yeah, Definitely. There's this website where they list all of the open mics in the city. And again, it's not like an open mic that you guys are probably thinking of where there's a musician and people are drinking coffee. Like, it's not cute. Right. It's <laughs> there's usually, no poetry reading. Yeah. It's usually either in a bar or comedy club at like four o'clock or five, because that's be before their actual shows. And it's like usually like eight comics just sitting there in there. They're in their notebook writing while you go up. So this one was at stand up. No. Stand Up New York, Stand Up right? New York, yeah. Yeah, which is a great comedy club here in New York City. And uh, we go, and there's six people. 
Wait, was there a father and son? There was a father and son. (laughs) The father was very old and the son was very young. (laughs) And... I was there like one other person there. I think there was like then like a random woman and a random guy and then us two. And it was just very sad. Very <laughs> sad. You guys, when you do these open mics, sometimes you have to question your entire life decisions. Yeah, you're like, what are we doing? So then we uh, we quickly left. Did we go? Up? I think I we think, ran think out I, in flames. I think I went up and you decided. No, not I to think go I up. went up too. I I love tor- oh, okay. torturing myself. I definitely. <laughs> went up. We both went up and I think we were laughing on the stage because it was so sad. Yeah, it was it was a sad moment. And then uh, we went out for drinks and Jenna just recently found the picture. And it's, <laughs> I'm going to post know. it on the social studies Instagram when I air this episode. I don't know why, but we both have two drinks. We're double person. fisting. Do you think it was some Which is, special I, I, they were having at the bar? They had to, because I can't remember if it's since 21 double fisting at a bar. We both I, in the picture are sitting there with two drinks. And you guys, this wasn't a busy bar. This wasn't a happening is the phrase, spot. Is the phrase double fisting? Is that the phrase? <laughs> That's the phrase. Double fisting <laughs> means a drink in each hand. Like so I hope wrong. so. I or it's like a dirty phrase. I think it's phrase. like a sexual act. I, I think, know. you guys, double fist. it's double fisting when you have a beer I in each double. hand or a drink in each hand. Yeah, I think so. Right? I don't know. Now I I'm think. like, No, oh, I know wait. what you're thinking of. <laughs> DP, like double penetration (laughs) or something. But we we are double fizzing. I'm I'm guessing that there was like a happy hour special, like buy one, get one. So I I sent this picture to Robin this week and I was like, (laughs) this summed up our the saddest open mic ever. Okay, speaking of open mics, I'm gonna let you go. Tell everyone about your show. So I um uh, I I really haven't been doing much stand up during the pandemic, obviously because you know COVID and <laughs> like you can't. But now the comedy clubs are back up and they have a really safe and efficient way to have theater here in New York City. So it's really exciting. So on October twenty third, there's two shows, seven and nine thirty. You can get tickets at carolines.com or the link is in my bio on my Instagram, which is. Robin Shaw comic. And I would say buy tickets because I know the first show is almost sold out. So um, get on it. And uh, Jenna, will will you be there? I will be there. You guys, I will be there. So come and come sit with me. Go buy the tickets because it's almost sold out, right? Yeah, definitely the first show is very close. Yeah. Um, Robin, and tell everyone else, you know, this is your time. How can they stalk you, find you, show up at your house, bring you donuts, fall in love with you, sleep (laughs) in my house, (laughs) clean your house. Um, Yeah, Instagram and TikTok are really the two places I do most of the posting. Both of them are Robin, R-O-B-Y-N, Shawl, S-C-H-A-L-L, comic, C-O-M-I-C. And... uh, yeah. And just, you know, comment, send me a message. I'm really good at responding. Like I, 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 I did make a point too. Robin is someone who is so grateful for her supporters. I really am. And her fans. And there's so many of them now. And you're so likable and you're lovable. Obviously I love you. Oh, Jenna, you're so likable and you're so lovable. I love you so much. Congra- Thank you the for show coming. is amazing. I'm so proud of you. You are just I am so like proud the, of you. Yeah, but stop. Now I get to say nice things about okay. you because you said so many nice things. Jenna is one of the most talented people I have ever met. She has so minus the cameo comment. <laughs> she is 
brilliant when it comes to business, but and hilarious when it comes to jokes and writing. And when it comes to your videos, so creative. So many people have stolen ideas from you. Uh, it's because you are so creative. And um, I'm just so proud of you with this podcast. And uh, it's, thank you, know, you you're doing such great things. Come back soon. I know, I know you love a good podcast. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.